Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. While almost half of the Irish adult population have private health cover, this percentage is significantly lower for younger adults. A new startup, Vigo Health, is hoping to address this imbalance with a tailored day-to-day expenses offering. The CEO of Vigo Health, Ruth Bailey, joins us now to tell us more. Ruth, we'll be discussing the business which you have co-founded, Vigo Health. But first, I'd like to get an insight into your own background. Sure. So um, I guess I've, I've always been entrepreneurial in, in nature. Um, Vigo Health is my fourth startup. Um, so a bit of a glutton for punishment when it comes to that. I started off, um, I suppose, in college. I studied marketing. My undergrad was in, in marketing. And I did uh, my master's in strategic management. And uh, then I started working in what was Vivas Health. And um, Vivas Health was then acquired by what was then called Hibernian Insurance, now uh, would be known as Aviva. And um, we were we were uh, rebranded as Aviva Health and I became the head of marketing there. So I stayed there for a few years and then um, I left Aviva Health in 2011 and I joined a, a group of, of people to set up Glow Health and stayed in Glow Health for a few years and then uh, Glow Health was acquired by Irish Life in 2016 um, and uh, at the time Irish Life also bought uh, Aviva Health so it would have been my, my previous um, employer as well and uh, integrated both Glow Health and Aviva Health together and made what is today Irish Life Health. So um, I, I was in Irish Life Health for a few years and then decided to leave along with my co-founder Stephen Lockman who was also so the CFO in Irish Life Health and also the CFO in Glow Health. And uh, both Stephen and I left to uh, work on and set up Vigo Health. So there's no doubt in your credentials in the health insurance space. But what prompted you to establish Vigo Health? Both Stephen and I had been observing over the years the, I suppose, the decline of the penetration of health insurance among younger adults. So just to kind of, I suppose, give you a few statistics, these are Health Insurance Authority, HIA, publicly quoted stats. Typically, the average um, holding of health insurance in Ireland is 47%. So just a little less than the Irish population choose to have health insurance. But when you look to the under 35, so the younger adult segment, that penetration falls to less than 25%. So the younger adult age group, that segment are, you know, under-indexing quite significantly in terms of holding um, health insurance. And, you know, that has, that's a trend that has been, I suppose, um, increasing over the, every year over the last couple of years. So Stephen and I came together and we had a chat and we both firmly believed that this group, this segment are, are you know, they are interested in their health and they are interested in their health and well-being, but just that health insurance in its current format is not relevant for them and wasn't relevant to them. So they were they were choosing not to have health insurance, but that doesn't mean that they, there wasn't a need. So I suppose that's how we, we, we started off the, the, the hypothesis, if you like, that there was a gap in the market for this segment where their needs weren't being met. And we set about um, researching uh, their needs and that's how we came about and came up with the idea around what we offer in Vigo Health. Okay, and before we discuss what you offer now today through Vigo Health, as part of that research, did you find at all that cost was one of the main prohibiting factors in their decision? 
Yeah, and look, it's, 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 it's a good question and it's one that people would say, well, of course I don't buy health insurance because it, it feels too expensive. But I think what we actually learned was that it's more about value, right? And what I mean by value is, you know, um, the average premium, average health insurance premium is around about €1,500 Euro at the moment. Obviously, there's plans that are more expensive and there's plans that are cheaper, but that's the average premium uh, according to the HIA. So, that, that you know, the, our target segment, it's not that... They, some of them couldn't afford the, the monthly premium or they couldn't find a way of paying for it. They just felt that it didn't represent good value to them. And, you know, certainly the research told us that, um, you know, this group felt that the product, it wasn't relevant to them. And, you know, when I when I talk about relevance and value, what I mean is here's a group of people who, you know, think that, sure, I'm not going to need to go into hospital. I'm going to live forever. It's just not something that I need to spend money on right now. So what did you need to do to build out a product that was going to be relevant? We developed a proposition around that that's kind of centred or led by digital health services. So um, you can uh, you know, send a WhatsApp to one of our nurses um, with a, a clinical question. So, you know, I've got a migraine, I've brought my hand, anything like that. But you can also ask things like navigational questions. How do I find a particular health uh, practitioner in my area? How do I access care? Because that, that that came out of our research as being really important. So we've got WhatsApp and nurse, which is instant. You don't need an appointment. We've got a, a 24-7 message a doctor service where you can send a WhatsApp to an Irish-based uh, GP 24 hours a day and get a response back within a couple of minutes. We've also got a what we call a virtual clinic service where you can make an appointment to have a video call with um, a GP, a physiotherapist, or a mental health counsellor, um, and with the with the video calls of it with the GP, they can prescribe, they can diagnose, they can issue referral letters, anything that a face to face GP um, could do. So those digital health services we're we're seeing as being are, are 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 being very very widely used. And then the second part of our plan then is you know a, a bit more like traditional insurance where we pay for the cost of your everyday uh, health costs. So if you go to a dentist, if you go to an optician, if you need to get a scan done, we'll pay for the cost of it. So to the extent that, um, you know, health insurance or, or hospital insurance typically cover the cost of hospitals, our proposition is all about the everyday and the day-to-day, going back to kind of the insights we found from our research. So that's the product offering. So who's the target market then for that? Yeah, so look, I mean, we, we, we specifically and deliberately have built and developed our proposition for, for the younger adults. So we would say that 25 to 35-year-olds without health insurance are the group who we are, who we are specifically targeting. Of course, anybody can buy our product and of course, anybody can benefit from our product. But we, we, we are specifically targeting that younger age demographic because they are less likely to have health insurance as the data has shown us. So provide us with an insight into the business model. We work with Irish Life Health um, as our underwriter and uh, we, um, Irish Life Health, uh, collect the premiums and pay the claims and pay us uh, to uh, sell the product, pay us um, a, a commission to sell the product. Um, so the business model is um, very simply, you know, the claims um, are paid out uh, based on the income we get. We charge €40 Euro per month per adult. So everybody pays the exact same price no matter, you know, what, you know, profile they have. Everybody pays the same price. And out of that um, €40 Euro per adult per month, we pay uh, the claims and then we pay, we run the business and the cost of services. And of course, your current clients and the clients of the future in that particular target market, whilst they may need this product today, 
in a few years' time, they're going to need health insurance. So are you considering that in terms of how you can build that into an income play going forward? Yeah, it's a good question. And look, what I would say um, to that is, you know, we are targeting people who have no health insurance today. They have no interest in health insurance today. So, you know, we are absolutely confident that our proposition and the product that we've built um, is going to be more appealing than health insurance. But of course, people's needs change over time. So, you know, as they grow older, as their own life or life stage changes, um, you know, they might want to consider health insurance into the future. And, you know, if that, um, as and when that happens, we'll certainly help them and, and advise them um, with that. But we expect actually that our product, um, you know, in, in the way we have built it um, at the moment is going to be something that they'll prefer, they prefer and is more relevant to them, um, certainly in the more medium term anyway. What about the corporate market and introducing this for their staff as an employee benefit? Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting. It's a great question, Carl, because, you know, when we set out, when we launched uh, Vigo Health in the, in the middle of 2021, it was, um, you know, primarily a consumer proposition. Um, you know, our, our marketing and our marketing effort went into consumer um, marketing and, and trying to build awareness. But we were, you know, organically with, with very little effort, we have been contacted by employers and by 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 companies um, interested in in our proposition. And I think what's happened over the last, particularly over the last two years and during the pandemic um, around, you know, bringing a greater level of awareness of employee benefits and particularly health-related or health-focused employee benefits, that employers are much more aware and conscious of the need to, to provide um, a health cover or health benefit to their employees. And I suppose, you know, what Vigo Health offers um, is, you know, in, in some ways a lower-cost alternative to full health insurance, which is, out, you know, outside of the financial reach for, for a lot of employers. But um, increasingly importantly, what we're hearing from from our corporate clients is the, you know, the, the, the need to provide really strong mental health benefits and our product has, has very, very significant mental health support and mental health benefits. And that is an increasing, I suppose, need for employers. And I suppose the second, um, you know, thing that we're hearing from corporates is a, an employee benefit that really fits and works with remote workers, where, where a lot of um, staff are working remotely now. And because of the nature of our services and the nature of digital health services, you know, it really, really fits into that working or, or to the remote working model. And Ruth, finally, what are your long-term growth plans for the business and is there potential to bring this concept to the international market? Yeah, you know, uh, I've been asked that before um, and uh, I suppose in the first instance I would say, you know, our, our growth ambitions for, for the, the product and for our business is, you know, we're, we're a brand that's seven months old so we need to, you know, firmly establish ourselves and grow up both our consumer and our corporate business here in Ireland. Um, we've got some exciting plans around product development for this year as well so we'll be extending our, our product proposition and, you know, looking to I suppose constantly and continually innovate in, in the area of digital health and digital health services. Um, with regards to international expansion, um, you know, there are some, some fairly significant barriers to entry, particularly when you're looking at a kind of a regulated product, which is what we, we provide. However, um, you know, we're, we, I wouldn't rule anything out at this stage, but um, I would say, you know, the focus for 2022 is kind of, I suppose, building our business and growing our business in Ireland. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Ruth Bailey from Vigo Health, and I wish Ruth and Stephen every success in growing their new business. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.